Welcome back to B&B Banter Bros Goes to the Movies. I am Timothy Bennett, and with me is Aaron Banyan. Just us two what tonight. So far. Maybe Jason will join us. Who knows? He's lost. Rip, Rip Ran Winkle over there. Yep. Yeah. Sleeps his life away. That's probably what he's doing. Um, so tonight, we're going to be talking about episode seven of... I think it's episode seven. Yeah. Episode seven yeah, right. of Only Murders in the Building, uh, season two. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is oh, a good yeah. one. I, I, this was really good. I, as soon as Amy Schumer went away, I've not been disappointed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, they've just been nailing. I, it's like, I feel like the she, first season She's going to come back. I don't know why, but she's going to come back. You know she I is. Know, I know, and I'm trying not to think of it. I just hope it's brief. Right. Um, so, yeah, this episode, it was called Flipping the Pieces. Hell yeah. Do you think it fit? Think it made sense? Oh, yeah, I mean, it made... It It was probably one of, like... Most of their titles are pretty literal. Yeah. Um, but this one was, like, literal on, like, so many levels. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, I... When they started doing the puzzle piece things, I was like, okay, well, yeah. that makes sense. But there's so much more that layering yeah. that they did. Yeah, yeah. And I noticed that with, like, you know, this season the titles have a little bit more to them than just depth. Here it is. Yeah. yeah a lot more depth. Yep. Yep. And I like sure. that. It just shows you that they've matured, that they've grown. So, um, let me read off the little, uh, synopsis of this episode. Following her incident on the subway, Mabel receives help from an unlikely ally who takes her to a legendary amusement park full of terror. I really don't know if that's true. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know feel what that they way. were shooting for, but it's it's <laughs> it not. Really, no. no. Back at the uh, there's a or, tense moment or two, but it's a not a little like, bit. Yeah, it's that, not you know horror or like terror. No, no. Back that, at the that's somebody uh, that's somebody trying to punch up the trying to punch up the synopsis. Yep. Uh, Charles and uh, Oliver find amusement of their own and new evidence. Mm. New evidence. I don't know what the new evidence. Oh, uh, maybe it's the picture at the end, but we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what well, it that is. That wasn't really amusing, but. No, but they were like amusing themselves until. Yeah, that's that point, I guess. So uh, right away, who do we get? Who Who's the focus? Like from where we left off, they could basically just pick it up. Oh, right Mabel's after the focus from Mabel's the focus of this episode. Yeah, I I know earlier in this season I said that Charles was going to be the the main focus of this one, and I'm rescinding that comment because it's abundantly clear that they're going to spend equal time with everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, because the last episode was focused around Mabel a little bit, yeah. uh, and then you have this one, and it's basically about Mabel. It's all yeah. about Mabel. Like she, I mean, and, like, and Oliver's been pretty prominent in episodes. Like, yeah, like they're working on every angle. Uh, we had mentioned this maybe in a couple past couple episodes, but Selena Gomez hasn't had a lot of dialogue. No, and, and all she of a gets sudden, to shine here. Yeah, and all of a sudden, we're getting a lot of her, and I want to yeah. say it's a lot of dialogue, but just we're getting a lot of FaceTime. 
she she gets to shine in this episode is really what I'll say. It's not necessarily a lot of dialogue, but like she's the, the prominent fixture in this one. It's she's the shining character. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like that? Do you think that it's working? I think it did without incorporating the story because that's obviously but do you like that she's getting she's shining? Do you like I, that she's on the spotlight? I think it's appropriate that she gets some equal time because she's supposed to be a main character, so you have to shine the light on her at some point. You can't have her can't tuck her in the shadows. Yeah. yeah, you can't have her build and like set in, in the way she is and have her be almost unknown. Yeah. So this it's it's appropriate that they're shining lights on her at certain points. Yeah, I'm I think not, that's a good way of looking at it. I, I feel the same way. It's very appropriate. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I, I, I don't, I dislike it. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it, but right, yeah, I this, agree. I think it's a good choice. I think her, it's a her right performance choice. in this episode is good, but not like it's not gonna like blow my socks off. Yeah, it's a, like Jason says, she's extremely monotone. Yes. And this she, is no exception. She's yeah. just she until has trouble she emoting. starts swearing. Yeah, and then she wants to be a little aggressive. There's a, not a lot of emotion out of her till the end when she like reunites with Oliver and Charles. I I thought the same thing when she yeah. walks in that diner. It's the only time you see her excited and happy. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's like why where where is this like right. where's this coming from? <laughs> this isn't yeah. the right Mabel. It's a clone. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I, I, yeah, I don't really think she was awesome in this episode, but I think what was done with her character and the way they're using it in the story was done properly, but I don't think she of herself was awesome in any way. I am liking Selena Gomez. Uh, yeah. In the first season, in the first couple episodes, we were a little, little hesitant with her. We, we didn't hate her. We, we thought she did better than we expected uh, right away. But I've grown so attached to her. And oh, I, not I seeing her yeah. or, or or thinking that she won't be in a scene or something like that doesn't feel right. I can't think of anyone else that I would have in this show at this point. Yeah. And, and I don't think she's doing a bad job. No. She's doing an okay job. Yeah. And, like, I think she's doing fine. Yep. It's hard to, in this situation, act uh, like against Steve Martin and Martin Short. And I think she's holding her own. It would be the yeah. way I'd say it. I think the only way that they really were able to find this character is by giving her a sense of uh, forced vulgarness. You know, mm-hmm. like she swears. She's very abrupt. She's just very... She's trying to be edgy. Yeah. Uh, and it's fine. But I think that's what makes it work with these two old guys is yeah. uh, she's edgy, she's younger, she's more hip. And then there's these two older guys who look at her and oddly almost idle the... They, they connect with her in various facets. Like it's they, they feel a fatherly bond, an equals bond. Yeah. And yeah, there's definitely a, a bit of a, like a looking up to her because she's... Yeah. In this world, whereas they're from the old world, I think it's. I think the best example is when they're talking about they. She's she hasn't answered any of my. Charles says she hasn't answered any of my text communications. 
<laughs> and, and, Martin, <laughs> and Oliver's like, oh, that's so weird because we text all the time. Yeah. Oh, the, the memes. memes. Charles, you should the memes. see all the memes. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I thought that was good. That's exactly, exactly it, though. It's a that's good exactly definition it. of like their relationship. Like it's, it's fatherly and worrying about a friend and someone you look up to. Like you can tell in the way they talk about her that they feel all these things for her. Yeah. Well, and let's be real. She's had to, they've had to kind of, oh, how do I want to say this? They're not as intelligent as maybe they should be. So she comes off a little more aware, a little more more now. Um, And these guys are a little bit more like, I don't know, in their own little world. So, yeah, I feel like she really. Yeah, they're they're socially like inept because of Oliver's grandiose like um diva yeah uh, tendencies and and charles's neuroses and his like weird like need to be brazos even though he's not brazos like those things (laughs) make them socially inept whereas like mabel is like socially um good but she's got a lot of other things yeah she's present and she has things that they balance out for her yeah but like which is also why like, I, I kind of want to say, like, she has to dumb herself down for these guys because mm-hmm. she's learning things from these people because of their experience and how old they are, but she's really just learning how she has to dumb down things mm-hmm. for these guys because they're just a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah, she, That's what's great. She knows that she'll outpace them if she doesn't, like, slow it down. Yes, absolutely, yeah. And that's that's kind of part of her, like, abruptness, too. She's just mm-hmm. so forward. and They want to be a little bit more exaggerated a little bit more dramatic about everything yeah make it a little more interesting the, well they want to be the ones that like figure it out it's true like it, they they want to be the ones that are right even though yeah. they don't know necessarily what's going on yep um and that's why the episode with uh what was it zoe is that her name chloe zoe okay. the the girl the steve martin's lucy lucy there it is I forgot. It was a four-letter Y name. I completely forgot her name. That's why Lucy, having that conversation with Selena in one of those last episodes that we did, was great because then you really see how she feels with the old guys. Mm -hmm. That it was brilliant. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) It really slumped her into that category of I'm with them. (laughs) Um, We in this episode. Mm-hmm. We got a couple interesting, very, very interesting things that kind of led us in a completely different direction. Yeah. And that was with a reintroduction of a character that we did not expect to see. Two characters. We get two characters that return. Who's the second one? Who comes to talk to Charles Oliver? I don't remember. <laughs> I just watched it. What? Oh, yeah. You're talking about the cop. Yeah. And no. she's been well, missing okay. yeah, since yeah. like the that's, first episode. That's but, but, I mean, she's a read. We lead, knew where she reviews. was. We knew we right. knew what was going on with her. But who was the one that... So, in the last episode, Mabel stabbed a person in the subway, yep. got recorded, got blown up on the internet, and then she Instagram. ran out. Well, in this episode, she wakes up in a bed. And right mm-hmm. next to her bloody jacket and... 
she doesn't know where she is. Right. Whose place is she at? It Who saved her? Theo. It turns out to be Theo's place. Yeah. Teddy deaf, Demas's son, the deaf yeah, one. Deaf yep. guy. Yep. And I just loved that entire conversation, especially yeah. right away where he's just like looking at her and she's just talking. He's like, I didn't understand any of that. Yeah. When he keeps trying <laughs> she, to sign, she's like, what do you, I don't understand yeah. sign language. I don't speak AL or uh, ASL. I don't speak ASL. Yeah. I thought that um, was great. And then he, he eventually had to pull out his card. <laughs> yeah. says like, my name is Theodore. Is and I, my my name is Theo. I'm deaf. I know sign language. I can only get about a third of what you're saying. Yeah. Because, like I read lips and I can only get about a third of what you're saying. I just thought that was great. <laughs> I, I love the line. Like right after she's like, I just, I thought, you know, deaf people could read lips more, more easily than this. And he's like, well, a lot of deaf people don't write movies. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was great, but that conversation mm-hmm. was interesting. All their, all their conversations were very interesting. It really was. Uh, context and watching just how they were doing yep. it. Because uh, right away, it was very awkward. It was just like uh, these two people who don't understand each other, but yep. yet they found a way of understanding each other. Um, but what do you think the purpose of bringing him back in? I think it is basically I think it's a ramp up to her conversation with him in the car towards the end of the episode. And I think that was really the thrust of what he was used for in this movie, in this episode. He may come back and like may become more prominent in the next couple Mm -hmm. episodes. I don't know, but well, the only thing we do know is as of right now, he's not the killer. He's not the, uh, well, let let me rephrase this. He's not the glitter bomb guy. Right, exactly. Um, But, yeah, I think think in large part his character right now in this episode is to help add depth to Selena Gomez's character. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I say, that conversation in the car when they, when she talks about her dad um, and, and how he passed and her not like, knowing how to cope with it and things like that and like pushing it, like basically giving that nudge to like say, Hey, you should talk to your dad. Cause he ignores that call. Yeah. That's, that's what a lot of this is. There's a lot of like, there's, there's some depth to Theo's character added in this too. Cause he has that conversation of like every night before I go to bed, I think about that night and I mm-hmm. can't like, I wonder, did she slip or did I push her? And he's like, I still don't know. Yeah. And, and I think that, Really, what it comes down to is a sense of closure. It's a, yeah, it's an acceptance. Yeah. It's 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 relying on each other and helping each other have yeah. this moment of like I wouldn't say closure is the right word, but it's acceptance. I was, like, I was a little hesitant for it's for a little closure, bit more about yeah. acceptance. Sure, uh, it's accepting that hey, this is what has happened. This is what we go through. Yeah. Popcorn? Do you want to make some popcorn? Yeah. Well, you have to ask Daddy or my mama, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Good. Wesley yeah, wants I, popcorn. <laughs> I, th- I think you're 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 saying acceptance is. Uh, I think it almost boils down to the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm-hmm. So he's not involved with the killer, so she takes the help. 
and they sort of like form a bit of a bond through that like not maybe not a bond but like they they come to an understanding of each other yeah almost. Uh, th- i mean it's definitely a bond they definitely bonded yeah. because after spending like the whole day together yeah. they, they found playing on the, the arcade machines yeah they definitely found a bond um i think that really what it did was it helped selena pay attention to herself because she didn't have anybody else talking at her. This is mm-hmm. like the perfect person to have a, a day with because he's not actually interrupting her train of thought. Yeah. You know, exactly. so she has yeah, somebody yeah. there. She has somebody to bounce something off of, but it's not a bunch of advice. It's not a bunch of opinions in her head. So like she can sit there and kind of sit inside of her own head a little bit, yeah. try to figure things out. We haven't really been able to see that because she's been trying to run away from everything. This is the yep. first time that she's come. And this is why I think I said closure. She's come to sure. an acceptance yeah. and she's kind of concluding what happened and going, okay, I I just need to live with it. Like this is like with her it's dad. Growth. And, like it, it's yeah. the growth of a character like saying, okay, I can't run away from this. Like it's the next logical step in becoming an, an adult. Yep. Yeah. And... How did you feel about the uh, the temporary blackness or like the amnesia feel that they they did? I don't really know what else to call it other than she just kind of spaced out and like blanked yeah, her. Yeah, well, and like, she she even makes the comments about like going into fugue states and stuff like that. And I I, I can get. To some degree, I get the idea of repressing bad memories, but yep. I feel like that's also... I, but they've also done this before. I think that's something that's used way too often. Yeah. But this this is also one of those things that they take... They take things that are used pretty often and tropish, and they kind of just write it well enough that I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. So... <sighs> I'm a I'm a little on the fence about this memory loss thing, like the the blocking up memories thing. I, I I I'm okay with it, but I'm not exactly okay with it. See, yeah, I, I I'm sitting the same I'm sitting on the same fence as you. <laughs> like like I'll, I'll accept it, but you could have done better. A part like, of me that's just a, that's where I sit. A part of me just goes that it's it's a bit of a cop out, um, yeah. but. I can accept it because it works with the story. Right. Like yeah. it didn't disrupt, it didn't create any, you know, plot holes or anything. It was it was fine. It worked for the story. Yeah. I mean, and, the, and when you have a 10 episode series, like I have to I guess think that there are going to be times where you trim something mm-hmm. or use like a, a band-aid sort of solution to it. Yeah. And make that's it a, stick. That's a decent way of looking at it. So I mean I can't. Keep, it's not like it's a twenty going. some. It's not a twenty some episode series. Like it's not like or season. I should say like it doesn't have twenty episodes to fucking bring about some sort of closure to that idea or explain it better. Yeah. Like they're using the time they have and like you're just gonna have to accept some of these things because we don't have time to fuck around with that. And that's something that you see in this season for sure. Is they're consistently moving forward. Yep. Like they haven't really sat in one spot. Excuse me. And like you know, been stuck in there, that one little area. They've, they pretty much each episode, they progress it forward. Yeah. The, the, the flashback episode, the last days of bunny Folger or last day of bunny Folger is probably the only one where they sit kind of stagnant, but that's, 
all but it was a uh, it was a exposition flashback. stuff yeah. that like you needed you know yep it it all set everything it, it gave an explanation to where everybody stood and why the things were happening yeah absolutely um i i will say the the issue i have with that amnesia repressing memories mm. thing a part of me goes what trauma has she you know endured <laughs> and i got to remember well, I mean, then i got to remember that dead. she's been yeah she's been blamed for stabbing somebody she's been yeah. uh, whatever her loss of her her father that she apparently just couldn't accept you know like several things yeah but it's I mean, because it's because we don't get any emotion behind her well, right and that's you know and that can be chalked up i guess to the fact that she blocks out all these bad things so like she has no way of like emotionally like addressing those things so like yeah you know so there's that disconnect but yeah i just part of me is just like you know you were seven and you saw your dad die like i get that's fucked up and that would scar you but like to then say anytime something bad happens from there on in i just block it out not to mention she's like in her mid to late twenties now, so like, exactly like no one would have addressed that by now. Like someone a, would have fucking said on. something, you, you know. You would have moved on from that. <laughs> I, I feel yeah, like you would have to. Or someone would have said like, "Hey, you know that was fucked up. What happened then?" She'd be like, "What are you talking about?" I'd be like, "Yeah, okay. Well, you got to go see somebody." But we do get an understanding that she's very isolated. She does kind of right isolate herself. She she yeah. even when she had her friends back, you know, in the first season, the whole friends group things it seemed a little a little distance so good night buddy i love you um how did you feel about having her and theo hang out i thought it was like you said it was he was a great character to have because she got to like kind of do like character growth dump essentially mm-hmm. like all these things she like these epiphanies she was having and like whatnot she got to do that without anybody kind of overtaking the scene mm-hmm. which was good um which is the I, the issue with charles and yeah exactly oliver is they do focus on themselves they're very self-centered yeah and not even like meaning to be half the time it's just kind of how just, they are just how they are yep um so I think it was it was good in that respect. Um, I would be interested to see if something more comes of Theo in the next few episodes because there's only three episodes left. Yep. So to see if anything that builds off of what was established between her and Theo, yeah. not like a romantic interest, but like some closure to him and Teddy or some movement on his character that all of a sudden he becomes a, a different, not even a side character anymore, but becomes more of a, an important figurehead almost. Yeah. Things like that. I'd be interested to see where they go with it because they did enough character growth with him that he could be very interesting. Yeah. I I almost feel like I was a little confused of why was he even in this episode? Like what was his purpose? Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted to ask that because as the show continued and went on, like the episode continued, I I liked it. I thought it was very appropriate. Oh, yeah, yeah like, I thought so too. And and it was it was great. But I'm just I'm kind of sitting the same way with you, going, I wonder what they're gonna do with this, or are they just My, like that's it. 
that's it. This is all we get, and then we're gonna move on. Because <laughs> they've done that. My, my other doing worry that really. is that. My other worry is that we're gonna get a spinoff, and it's gonna be Teddy and Theo. <laughs> I hope not. So yeah, I, hope I, not. I don't want that. As much as I love Nathan Lane, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. No, I don't want that. <laughs> Maybe their own little episode or something would be fine, but. Right, or like yeah. a movie about Theo and Teddy. Like, <laughs> that I could do. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like say, the spinoff is like my fear. But yeah, I, I would think it interesting to see him and Teddy become more prominent characters that are interacted with for whatever reason. Um, a part whether, of it's a, whether adversarial because of Teddy and Oliver or Theo becoming more like attached to Mabel in some way. Like, to see those those two become more prominent characters, I think would be very interesting. After watching this episode, a part of me really wants there to be a sense of reconnection and them be reformed. A sense yeah. of redemption. Like, rede- I don't yeah, know the why. Redemption like, arc. I just really would love it if these two became father and son again and like all the criminal bullshit that they went through, I wouldn't say disappeared, but... They, they go through it together, and then it becomes a happier moment. Like, they're not out for vengeance. They're not out for, you know. I would love for it to be what happened with Theo, um, to, for it to be more comedic. Like, when he, when he talks about it, he's like, she's like, you've never been to Coney Island? He's like, no. Like, what did you do when you were a kid? And he just, like, makes the, the motion of, like, pulling teeth. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, the adventures of a teenage grave robber. Yeah. Like, I think to, to be more <laughs> yeah. comedic about it, as char- as characters, like as a way of like moving forward and like embracing the fact that this is they did these things, they're not those guys anymore. Yeah, and they're moving yeah. on. I and think that's that what, could be really done. Really I would good. love to see that. I don't. I really do. And I'm not one for happy endings or anything. But it's just there's something about there's something pleasing about the idea of a father son reconnection. Yes, and and good things coming out of it. Like yeah, for sure. I would love it if you know Nathan Lane's character just forgave. Like truly, like really, truly forgave Oliver and Charles and Mabel all that shit for them, or at least for Oliver acknowledged like, hey, I may have I may have fathered your son, so like I guess we're even. And that's something that where I'm still curious. We didn't get any yeah. more elaboration no. on that. So you got one mention of it with like, <laughs> when are those damn DNA tests supposed to come through? <laughs> yep. Uh, so the second person that we see was detective. The Williams. detective. Yep. Yep. Who was she, in on maternity leave in Denver? Yeah. Um, and that was where the in the last episode they thought they were texting her until they realized that she was in Denver on maternity leave and they're like detective, oh, we texted the killer. Michael Rappaport told her told them yep. that she was in Denver. <laughs> so like I really do love Michael Rappaport I in the show too. by the way. I like I Michael Rappaport too. anyway. Just in general, life. yep. Yeah. I liked I liked his show where he was a dad with teenage girls and stuff. Oh, yeah. Ah, I don't remember the name of the show, but I think it's great. <laughs> it might have just been Rappaport for all I know. Um, um, but she, yeah, they, they we realized that she wasn't there, that they weren't texting them, and that they were texting the the killer, so they thought. Yeah. And this or is where we get involved, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where they set up the whole glitter bomb in the trash can, and mm-hmm. it exploded, and we got Glitter Man. By the way, I loved when Theo was. Doing this, to doing this, she's like, yeah, is that ASL for glitter. He's like, yeah, she's like, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I I don't know why I liked it. I think it's because her stone cold. Yeah, it was you know, emotional. Yeah. Like, yeah, 
no emotion there. She's oh, that was fun. <laughs> um, but she comes back with what? A baby. A baby. How does that get introduced? Because <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's sure. really like- Oliver's response to this was fantastic. <laughs> so the the here uh, they're. What are they arguing? They're, well, they're arguing about the fact that Mabel hasn't texted him back. They're not yep. arguing, but they're discussing. And like, all of a sudden, there's a knock at the door, and Charles thinks it's Mabel, so he rushes to the door, uh, open it, and there's a there's a carriage, uh, or a stroller in in the front of the doorway. I can't remember what Oliver says. He like, he says, "Oh, a baby. Oh, great. Now we have a baby we have to deal with." Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't see the the mom. We don't see anybody. It's yeah. just Detective Williams isn't in in view yet. Nope. She's just off and to then the side. she she roams into view and she's like she's like oh no it's not a baby it's my new partner it's my it's my uh, my trainee yeah my you know my detective trainee. blah 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 like it says the baby's name's Keith something or other uh and then and then she basically says that you know there's been something bugging me about the about this case like I want to figure it out like you guys are hiding something and I need to know what yeah once again this is. Martin Short, this is Steve Martin, the, fantastic. Yeah, this is where the the comedic value of this episode comes in. It's Martin Short it really is, yeah. and Steve Martin interacting with Detective Williams is the comedic bit. Just the way that she was not even forcefully or aggressively like getting trying to get anything out of them, but their yeah. their uncomfortableness <laughs> with the yeah. severity of things, just fantastic. And Oliver's like, well, I. Got to use the bathroom, right? Because well, like uh, <laughs> they, uh, she brings up like you know, didn't Mabel? T- you didn't know about Mabel's like violent past, and it's like this is two people she stabbed with a knitting needle now, and that's yeah. when Charles gets really high up on his horse, and he's like, well, what you don't or what you forget is that you know, Bunny was killed with a knife, not a knitting needle. Yeah, and Detective Kreps <laughs> forget to say that, and then and he, he goes on, he's like, you know what? Search Mabel's apartment. Search, search my apartment. Search Oliver's apartment, head to toe. Like you won't find it. And you see Oliver to get really uptight for a second. He's like, yep. he's like, oh. he's like bathroom. I have, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I that was great. And he goes in there and starts swearing and yeah, starts yelling at the at the the secret patches passageway that he can't get open because it's mm-hmm. got a door stop in it. And that was great. I just thought it was. Once again, yeah. I agree with you. This is the comedic part. This is the only time we get the true comedic value of this episode yep. with the two best comedic people out there. So, <laughs> like, I, I did love like as you hear that going on, and Detective Williams goes, "Is he okay?" And, and Charles <laughs> is like, "You know, he's 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 okay. He's got a very like peculiar Unu- diet. Yeah, unusual. I diet. should probably go check on it. I should probably go check it's on because him. he." He just eats dip. I thought that was so appropriate to say too, because he yep. just eats oh, yeah. dip. He's obsessed with dip. He almost we almost never see him eat real food. Um, no, and and He's, then he, he drinks that gut milk stuff, <laughs> which you which, see Charles drinking in the beginning of the scene. It, it, it was a uh, uh, gut buzz. It's the diet stuff. It was gut, gut buzz. Is like what the, it was it's, yeah, I think it's it was energy drink version or something. Yeah, like that, I think it's like an energy drink version. But of it's that. also yep. diet. I'm pretty sure I saw the can. I think it's diet gut buzz. Either way, gut buzz and then. Yeah, I I loved when Charles goes into the into the bathroom and he's like, they're having the conversation about the knife. Detective Williams is listening, and then she knocks on the door and he's like, "Oh, I'll be right there." I, this turned into a two man job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they're constantly trying to like <laughs> to move the conversation away from the knife or like say, "No, we don't have a knife." 
And then finally, like, I think the best one is Charles goes, so when you say knife, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Ah, oh, it's great. This, the it's uncomfortable really awkwardness was fantastic. Um, yeah, I thought that was great. I think that the the value that we get from Detective Williams coming in was purely that, which is just to make these two feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Because she really yeah. didn't do anything. No, not until the end when she takes the knife. She's like, I'll, get, I'll do whatever and like I'll let you know what I find. Yeah. She like, really didn't have, like I would say, a sense of value in this episode. No, 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 no. In this, she just kind of popped in and popped out. It was great, though. It was great. Um, even, especially that whole, like, uh, dance number or whatever. I thought that was yeah, funny. Yeah, when, when the, the gas the, baby's the, got the best. The way they gas. charm her into, like, yeah. believing them enough. And, like, he does chorus line with the, chorus with the baby's legs to, like, get the gas out. Yeah. And then when and she's then when she leaving leaves, and she she's just singing. Like, I don't fucking know Yeah, like, I don't line. fucking know chorus line. Yeah. <laughs> just put a, Oliver just had a big old smile. <laughs> Charles is less confused. Yeah. It was great. I, I did like that. The episode or the the that scene, yeah. um, towards the end though. So when they were at Coney Island, when they were um, mm-hmm. when Mabel and and Theo were at Coney Island, who did they run into? Why were they there? What was the whole oh, point? Because Glitter Guy dropped a Coney Island security badge. Yeah, so. They were on a subway when Mabel stabbed a guy. And mm-hmm. Theo was on the same subway and like a car over or whatever. And then they got she like stabbed, the whole thing went out. They stepped out of the subway in the in the tunnel and saw her running by. So that's she how was they in connected. Shock and basically yep. he guided her to his apartment to like make sure she didn't get in trouble or get hurt. That's and that's that's why she woke up in his apartment. That's that's what we figured yep. out. That's what we get seen. But he picked up a like a security badge. That had yep. fallen off the glitter guy, so that's the whole purpose. Coney Island, they wanted yep. to go. So they they went to go look at employee files, and you know they end up stealing them. But like then Mabel goes to the bathroom and notices glitter in the in the sink. Yep. And so she goes into this employee locker room and like ends up hiding one of the lockers when glitter guy comes in, and she basically hits him with a locker door, grabs her bag, which is, he had stolen. That was the other reason they wanted to find yeah. him. Because he had stolen her bag when, when she stabbed him. Yep. Uh, and so, so she gets her bag back and they take off. Um, because that had the ma- it had the matchbook in it. Yep. I almost said matchbook romance, but that's a band. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, now, we didn't get a face. We didn't get to see who it was, but we got to nope. see a little bit better of a body. It was yep. a lot more up close. Definitely a taller guy. Do you have any thoughts after watching this? No. I got no thoughts at this point. I at this point at this point in the episode, I have no thoughts on who it is or what it, who it might have been. I'm suspecting that it is one of the fan club guys. And it's the old guy because he's the old tall. Guy that said his daughter was uh yeah. his, his daughter came out and whatnot, yeah. He has a very similar I, build, and he mind. is tall. He's very lanky and tall. If you just put yeah. a hood on him, I, I wouldn't be able to tell. Could be, shape. yeah. I mean, it very well might be. Uh, I, I'd like to say, I just, I at this point, I've kind of given up on trying to figure out who it might be. <laughs> yeah, because they're not really giving you anything. No, they're and just. So I might, I'm just kind of enjoying the ride. Yeah, 
Uh, did you like that they exposed a little bit more of the bad guy? Or did you think that they should have maybe just kept that out of it? and let No, the I think it was go? fine because I think, you know, you didn't have them in shadow, but you didn't get any defining features. Like there's nothing to really like make you go, oh, I know who it is other than like the build yeah. of the person. But like there's no defining features for you to go, yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, I, I think it was fine. I, I honestly speaking, they're keeping him hooded, I think would have been just as fine. But I mm-hmm. think this, the way they did it here, fit well into the story and the a, way they were doing things. A part of me, I, I didn't care for that. It didn't seem appropriate. And I mean this in a real world situation. If a sure. guy's by himself, why would he still have a hood up? Why would he still have yeah. his shit up? He was he was obviously there already when mm-hmm. Mabel and them were there because the glitters and patch. And he goes and like grabs a medical kit, whatever. So he just like stepped out for a little bit and then came back in. Where the fuck he went and why it took so long, I have no idea. Right. But like, would he still have a hood up if he works there and stuff? You know what I mean? I mean, he may have a hood, but I mean, there's nothing saying he had the mask on. Yeah, I. I that's true. That's fair. That's the only reasoning I can give. I just felt like it wasn't as natural as yeah, maybe I, I get it what should mean. be as a character. I guess I didn't read too far thing. into that hood part, but like it was more of just the situation. I just feel like, you know, yeah. if you're gonna go if I'm gonna go to work, I'm not gonna still feel suspicious. I'm gonna fucking cut loose because I'm like, I'm at work, I'm in a safe spot. Yeah. But sure. It was just something that I kind of nitpicked a little bit because it just didn't feel I feel you. You know, like you could feel that they are purposely keeping him out of the spot. Like his back was turned all the time. Like yeah. he wasn't even like moving his head. He was like moving his arms to do shit. It just seemed mm-hmm. odd. Um, but I knew it right away as soon as she went into the bathroom. I I knew it. Just that yeah. horror film concept. You know. Yeah. Just why did know. they make they made Coney Island look like the dirtiest place on earth? By the way. <laughs> I've never been, so maybe it is. No, but I mean, I would assume there's some amount of cleanliness, but yeah, I mean, but that, the bathroom she was in just looked like a truck stop bathroom. It, it really did. It it didn't look like a legit, well, it actually looked like a employee's bathroom or like an employee's suppose, locker room. Because yeah. that's what they were in was in the locker room, so it's like a, yeah. something like that. Yeah, but, I'll give you that one. Um, Still. Yeah, the end of this episode. What was the yeah, this, what was the big reveal? What was after so they left on, Coney Island? What was what was the big reveal? Theo and Mabel are in the car, and she's rifling through her her the bag. Uh, she finds her bag in his bag, and she's like, "Oh, great!" She can't find the matchbook, which is upsetting to her. But she rifles through, and she finds like a what looked like at first a piece of paper. It turned out to be a photo, but it looked like a piece of paper. So they go to the pickle diner where the where the guys are. She has a quick heart-to-heart with uh, Theo about, you know, not putting stuff off, making, not, like, ignoring problems because that's what she does and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm not going to try and recreate the fucking speech because she did it fine. Yep, she did it fine. Um, <laughs> but so she she goes in, she says hi to the guys. She then tells Charles, she says, this is, I'm not happy about what I'm going to show you next. And pulls out a photo, and it is a, f- a photo of 
the episode where Charles puts Lucy in a limousine and sends her home. Mm-hmm. And it's right, and it's focused on it. The middle of the picture is focused on Lucy. Mm-hmm. Charles is kind of in the background. Yeah, so he's, just that's, a, he's just off to the side. But yeah, and so he gets a little, he gets worried, and he calls Lucy, and they're like, she's like, "Where are you?" He's like, "Where are you?" And she's like, "I'm at your place. Like, I came in to see you." And right as she says, "I came in to see you," blackout, yeah. like citywide blackout. It's not the screen blacked out. Nope. The city gets all goes into a blackout. Yeah, and the call it's not, drops. It's not. Yeah, it's not that she. He just lost service, or that it was hung up. It was the diner lost electricity. Every fucking building yep. in the city lost electricity, so a complete wipeout. Yep. Yep. Now, was that a hell of a way to end an it's episode? Hell, it's a hell of a cliffhanger because you leave a child yeah. in danger, and they haven't made any move to be going be like, "I have to get there." Yeah. So you don't know what they're gonna do. I'm not gonna lie. I I started to watch the next episode. I had to stop and myself. I had, I, I, had stopped, to, yep, I had same thing. I had to pull it away from myself. I'm like, nope, nope, I can't do this. I I gotta stay yep. true. <laughs> I wanted to. I was like, oh no, what are they gonna do? Yep. I was like, I just don't want to fuck up. I don't want to blend anything. I want to keep it straight. But my yeah, God, yeah. it was tough. Because <laughs> yeah. that's a hell of a cliffhanger. Right. Overall, yeah, this. This episode, man. It was a great episode. It was a great episode. Well written, well, well done. Like, yeah, I, I got no complaints about this episode, really. I, I don't we got some good information. It was definitely mm-hmm. what what I guess uh we we like to kind of call like a filler episode, but in a very pot like a, a let's keep things rolling way. Yeah. It was it was not at all something that was like, oh, we could have done without or anything this of that was, nature. This this Played a pertinent part, but the, I wouldn't say it was I'll a say was, big focus of an episode. This was plot heavy, or maybe not even plot heavy, but plot medium in so much you got pertinent information, but there was plenty of other stuff going on that like it wasn't strictly plot. Yeah. And that's why I was saying it was like a leading up thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just a little ramp to go up to where we know we're going somewhere. For sure. That and the blackout thing is probably exactly it. That's yeah, that's what that's leading us into. It's like, what's gonna happen now? You know, we got this big citywide blackout. Somebody's in danger. There's a killer out there. There's matchbook missing. Like, what's going to happen? Murder on the loose. <laughs> and uh, then you got these two doofuses with this girl. You got a 20-something so, and like two seven-year-old morons. Yep. So I, it'll be exciting. I can't wait to watch the next episode. Yeah, I think the I'm, next episode's called Blackout, too, or In the Black or something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. It has, yeah. The... I read the synopsis like before, so to stop myself from actually Hello watching Darkness. the episode. Oh, okay, yeah. So I have oh, a feeling Simon they're going to play. Yep, gonna Simon and Garfunkel. Huh. They're probably going to play it. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. So, out of one or f- one, one out of five. Oh, I give this one a five. I agree. I got no qualms about giving this one a five. No. There's a lot of I things I've done. Yeah, hmm? yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of things I liked in this episode. Yeah. A lot of I, things. I laughed. I was intrigued. I, like I had questions were answered. Questions mm-hmm. were presented to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on board for the next episode. Like yeah. And that's one thing that all the dots. Yeah, and that's one thing this show does an amazing job at. Is they they make us ask a bunch of questions and then they give us a handful of answers of these questions that we kind of didn't mm-hmm. know that we wanted. But are yeah. important, 
And um, yeah, and I laughed and yeah, it, it was great. And I, I love Theo. I really do. I love that character. Yeah, I, and, I'm, I'm on board with seeing more of his character. And I really, really like, I think right away, that's the, the feeling I got when we see him come back. I'm like, oh, it's him. Okay. Yep. What, where, what are they doing? You're like, where are they going with this? So it kind of kept me on my say, toes. I will say the one thing I don't want is for this to become a romantic interest thing. No, I, I thought the same thing. I think that would be a terrible mistake. And it, After and it what didn't, they did with Cara Delevingne and Oscar, I think it'd be an awful thing. And it didn't feel that way. It didn't no, feel I, like they were leading it that way by any means. No, and I and I don't think so either, but I, I just realized that like it's impossible it's possible that they could subvert that. And I don't want them to. I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Fuck fuck the love relationship bullshit. We don't need that. We don't need that. No. Not at all. Nope. So Alright, well I don't have anything else to say about this. I'm no, excited for the next episode. Yeah, I just can't next wait. episode is gonna be great. Yep. So uh alright. Well, Thanks for joining me, Aram. Yeah. And uh, this has been, what was it called? Flipping the Pieces. Yeah. Which I guess we really didn't talk about the puzzle piece. It's kind of an important well, but part. But I mean, at the same time, like, we, we want people to watch the episodes. That's true. I mean, That's true. We don't need a mystery to it. True. Um, but yeah, get, flipping, watch the episode. You'll understand. Go watch the episode. That. Yep. Uh, flipping the Pieces, season two, uh, episode seven. Episode uh, seven. Yep. Hulu original series, Only Murders in the Building. So go check it out, and we will catch you later. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to check us out. Jason, where can we be heard? I don't know, Tim. Where can we be heard? Let me tell you where we can be heard. You can find us on all the other platforms that you find podcasts like iTunes and Amazon Music. All them places you find all your favorite and popular podcasts. Yeah. Spotify. That's where I listen to podcasts. And nowadays you can rate your podcast on there. Go ahead and give us five stars on Spotify or any other platform you listen to your favorite podcast on. And Spotify. If you want to watch us, you can find us on YouTube. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Give it a share. You got to comment. All the algorithm stuff. It helps. And if you want to comment on how bad and terrible we are doing or how ugly we look, just uh, send us an email at bnbbanterbros at gmail.com. And that's A-N-D, you said, between the B's? A-N-D in between the B. You can also check us out on the multiple social platforms that consume everybody's life, like the YouTube, the Twitch, the Twitter, the TikTokity, and the Instagrammy, including Facebook. So please, come check us out. We'll catch you next time.